little children. I'm only here for a little while. Amen? Good morning, church. Church, the bride awaiting her bridegroom. I would like to take this opportunity to slip in here during the instructional period to let you know that I will be leaving you soon. I do not want it to be a surprise, but before I leave, I want to tell you just how much I love you. For those of you that don't know me, I am the Reverend Glenda McDowell. I am dressed in my street attire this morning so that you will know me. Many of you only recognize me when I am in my vestments. I found that my vestment turned out to be safety on this campus. Because see, this little brown spirit here didn't always belong. I'm very much aware that I am the fly in the buttermilk here, but that's okay. So it's important that you know who I am before I leave you. But again, I am the Reverend Glenda. I am a single mother by choice. I am a veteran of 12 years with the North Carolina 211th Military Police Company. This will be my third retirement. After 21 years with the Mediation Center, 10 years with Asheville City Schools, and 10 years with you. For those of you that know me very well, you know that I am also called the Stiletto Deacon. <laughs> it has truly been my pleasure to deliver the gospel to you on a weekly basis. When I first got here, I had my biases and my backpack was full. When the first person came up to me after that first reading and said, oh, you read so well, the first thing I wanted to say, yes, I can read. <laughs> but I knew that's not where you were coming from. When the first person approached me when I was out of vestments, like I was not in my lane, and approached me with a tone and tune that I recognized, who is this brown lady touching our stuff? It was out of love. It was out of love that we do not recognize you. So I found safety in my vestments. But as I say to you, I don't understand where you Christians are when it comes to Monday morning, that we're hallelujah and praise the Lord on Sunday, and you don't speak to me on Monday in the Walmart. So I'm coming to the people just to tell you how much I love you. And at the same time, I need to tell you that I stand before you today broken. Last week broke me. The tragedies in our country broke me. I now realize that there is a target on my back that was bigger than it's ever been. I'm listening to the gospel, the gospel reading along with Revelation. You know, most of us are scared of Revelations. But when we look in Revelations and it says what was old is now new, racism was old in its back. They will know that we are Christians by our love. They will know that we are Christians by the work that we do. 
So before we get caught up with the new dean coming and everything, and then I just disappear and someone says, what happened to the little brown girl? Well, for my friends that are colorblind, let's make sure that you don't call me the little brown girl. I am tropical tan with a hint of Egyptian ginger. <laughs> so when you talk about me, get it right. Now, I would sit here week after week and hear the gospel. And when I heard that gospel that Sunday, when Jesus was talking to his disciples, getting them ready to build his church, he said, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my lambs. Again, he asked, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my sheep. As a deacon, I am to go out into the world, experience it, live in it, and come back and tell you, the church, what you should do or what's happening in the world. Church, the people's hearts are hardening. They will know that we are Christians by our love. I tell you often, you are a praying church. You are a praying church. You have so many meetings on this campus every day, all week long, evening, morning, noon, and what happens? You open every one of those meetings and you close every one of those meetings with a prayer. So whether you honor it or not, you are a praying church. I came here 10 years ago when Father Todd thought it would be good for the church. It's been good. For me. I would like to take this opportunity also to thank you for seeing the face of God in my two children. Shauna, the Asheville cake lady. Some of you know her very well. Peter, the comedian that some of you think I get my jokes from him, he gets his jokes from me. Those two children, productive citizens in this community. I thank you because you do not know how important you are in my children's life. When my daughter was struggling starting her business, she needed an oven. And we got to where we needed $3,200. A member of this church wrote that check. He was anonymous. Really? God's people can't be anonymous. That same individual, every time Peter does a show, sometimes he's in the front row. Now, I'm reminding you that he is a comedian, but the boy does know Jesus. Whenever you see him, please remember, he does know Jesus. <laughs> you loved my children. You accepted me. I am an Episcopalian because of the justice, the justice that we talk about. But let me tell you all souls, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. 
your tentacles are out in the community so long and wide. There are children of all persuasions being helped by this congregation. You may not know their names, you may not recognize their faces, but the work that you do and send out there, that ripple becomes a typhoon. We are a church of praying. We are a church of love. You have truly, truly loved me these 10 years that I have been here. It has been as good for me and my soul as I hope it has been for you. You see, when I read that gospel, I want it to come alive. I need for you to see that I am that Samaritan. I am that Canaanite woman. I am those in the Bible that are different from you, that you read about it. I don't think that it's by mistake. If you can recognize who those individuals are in the Bible, you should be able to recognize your neighbor. I am your neighbor. I am that foreigner that came into a foreign land, and you accepted me. I am like Ruth and Naomi when these are now my people. You are my people. It has indeed, indeed been my pleasure. And I'm not going away. I am just honoring that in October I will be 72. I know some of you got jokes out there. Just know this black don't crack. Okay? <laughs> know that. And at 72, I will just take on a new adventure. Will you get rid of me? No, I will be sitting in these pews, and I will be sitting in these pews often, and I will be the woman up front with the big hat that you can't see beyond. <laughs> I will begin to wear my hats again. But I need it for you to meet Glenda this morning. Not the deacon. It's easy because, see, we all trying to get to heaven. You can't get to heaven just being good to the deacon. Because I don't know if you noticed, they ain't two heavens. So if you don't know me here, how you gonna know me there? We have got to wake up. We have got to extend that love. If I'm not safe, you're not safe. I am a creation of God. I am one of God's children. I'm a Gentile, I'm a Christian, I am a woman, I am a black woman, I am a great-grandmother. Do you know what that means? A great-grandmother? My ancestors that did not get to cuddle their babies, hold their babies, or birth their babies, but now I have a great-grandchild who I can influence her life also. Times they are changing. Do not let our hearts be hardened. Do not allow this. Yes, we're different, and aren't we glad? We can look at each other and know that our Lord and Creator had a sense of humor. Don't take yourself that serious. But I do say to this, you cannot be a lazy Christian. I once said that you could not be a dignified Christian and worship the Lord. And Father Thomas came behind me and told those children to be dignified on the altar. You cannot be dignified and praise the Lord. 
At one time, we had a project here at All Souls, every clergy person. And let's clear this up. I am clergy. I am not staff. I serve at the discretion of the bishop. I don't take a paycheck. I don't get a paycheck. I am here to serve. That's my job. And for 10 years, it has indeed been my pleasure. We had an assignment during the Easter season. And mind you, th this is just the sixth Sunday of Easter. So we're still in celebration. Let's see if you know your homework. He is risen. Lord is risen indeed. You're doing better. You're doing better. All right. I chose Acts 2, chapter 17 for my project. We were making bookmarks. Some of you have these little bookmarks from all the clergy that was here at the time. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That was my scripture to work on. And this is how I saw it. Jesus said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. All flesh. There were no exceptions. There were no exceptions noted. No blurred lines. No hesitation. Just inclusion of all believers. Regardless of culture nationality, tribalism, or sexuality. You see, it says, and your children will prophesy. Your elderly people will dream dreams. Your young people will see visions. They will experience the blessing of the Holy Spirit living within them again and again. And to pour out, to pour out, bathe in the believer in the generosity and the intimacy of a loving and nourishing creator, steeped in forgiveness until the end of time. We are all one body. One body. I'm one body with the spirit. We are made, created, all of us in the image of God. What a promise. So let us welcome the Holy Spirit. It has indeed, indeed been my pleasure to have worked with, loved, cried, felt the pain, felt your pain, passed my pain to you. I have enjoyed these 10 years. And if you think, if you think that you're getting rid of me, you're thinking wrong. Amen. <laughs>